All right, everybody, Rick here. I've muted you all, so just remember, if you want to ask a question, which I want you guys to do today because it's just me uh, and you, so um, hit star six. Star six is how you unmute yourself, but then be careful. Make sure you mute your own phone after. Otherwise, we'll hear you if you're doing the dishes or the laundry. <laughs> all right, so today's going to be a simple, quick hit call just to go over some things. Um, you know, we're at the uh, beginning of February here, so we are one-third of the way through the first quarter of the year. You're still right, eh, you're right about 10% of the year behind you, okay? So you still have 90%. So what, why do I say that? Because, um, you know, I, I'm not an analytical person, but there are a few things I am a little analytical about, and one of them is my numbers. And, and there's a couple other things I am, and I'm going to talk about them today too. Uh, today's talk is going to be about schedule, Mindset and, 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 and skills. Um, I wrote down schedule twice. What I meant was schedule, mindset, and skills. All right. So, and then if you guys have questions, jump in. Anything relative to your business or what's going on right now, feel free to jump in. Um, all right. So, um, first thing I want to talk about is schedule. So, look at, like I just said, we are 10% through the year right now. All right. That, le- that means you have 90% of the year ahead of you. First off, no one follows their schedule 100% of the time. So if you're off, it's time to get on, though. It's, if you're off schedule, it's time to get on right now, okay? You want to be, by the end of February, minimum, firing on all cylinders. Now, if you've already done it for the whole month of January, meaning you've, you've followed your schedule, congratulations, because for some of you, you've already created new habits, and for some of you, you're at least more than halfway. If you're like me, it takes me about, I would say, you know, 45 to 60 days to really ingrain a new habit. But some people, it takes less than that. Some people, it takes 21 to 30 days. It depends on you, right? For me, I think I'm just a slightly slow learner, <laughs> so I need massive repetition. The good thing about that is, is that I can handle massive repetition, which is what you need to be successful in this business. It's, you know, look, it's a repetitive business. There are certain things you're doing you know, every day, you know, talk, well, you're always talking to people. So the question is, the question is you have to ask yourself is, uh, if you feel like it's a little repetitive, okay, I think that's normal, number one, how do you make it more interesting? So we know a schedule should be time blocked. We know a schedule should have times where you prospect, where you do lead follow-up, where you go on appointments, where you negotiate deals, right? Yeah, you should have a schedule in all those areas understanding that you're never going to follow your schedule 100% of the time, all right? Now, if you follow it 80% or better, you're going to achieve your goal and probably have your best year ever. It's really that simple. So when people tell me, well, I really like to achieve my goal, that's the wrong, that is a statement you should never make to yourself again. The question isn't, can I? The question is, will you? Because if you follow the things that you need to do, on your schedule to be successful, you're going to achieve your goal. So it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of will. Like, will you do it? Because if you will, the outcome is guaranteed. You know, and I learned that years ago from Deepak Chopra. The process guarantees the outcome. The process guarantees the outcome. I don't know about you, but I firmly believe that because I proved it to myself. Now, when I was unsure about it, you know, like when I first joined, when I heard Mike Ferry and Floyd Wickman and Jerry mostly Mike Ferry, honestly, because I worked for Mike for years too. But, you know, when I I said to myself, look, here's the system. Here's what I think I've been missing. I'm going to do it for 12 months. And with my 
in New England attitude, it was, I'm going to do it, a, I'm going to do it for 12 months. If it doesn't work, I'll have somebody to blame. <laughs> right. But it did work. So I knew intuitively that it would work though. And, and I think that's a big part of it because if you're going through the motions to prove it won't work, you're going to be right. You have to go through the motions uh, and believing it's going to work for you. How could you, you look at, you're in a people business. I've been around in this business and have many disruptors, you know, commission cutters, open door, offer path. But there was one, my first one after six or seven years in the business was the internet. When the internet first came out, they said, I hope you like your business. You're not going to be necessary. Yet we still are. And everything that happens, if you notice, we still are. Even these lawsuits going on right now. Okay. I mean, it looks like uh, Keller Williams has settled. Um, I think we're, we've applied for appeal. We're going to try to fight it because I think we should as Berkshire Hathaway. But, you know, if they can get out quicker and spend less money on a, a settlement, then they probably will. I have no idea. All I know is this, is that it's probably going to change the business eventually. But right now, it's nothing has changed for you guys. You know, but eventually, you know, the compensation may be separated between seller and buyer. It already is technically, but... You, you may see a, a, at some point just zero. If you're going to get paid by your buyer, you're going to have to offer it yourself, which I think is exactly what they're trying to avoid, which is price fixing. So if I have a listing in there, at, you know, and I've taken it at six and I've decided to keep three and pay three and someone took one at three and no buyer compensation, well, we all know that that house is at a dis, disadvantage, even though you're not supposed to be at a disadvantage because you're supposed to just explain that to your consumer, all right, and uh, let them make the call, right? But we all know that it's just going to happen that way. So we'll see what happens. Right now, nothing has changed. If people ask me all the time, well, what should I prepare for? Uh, if you're not using a buyer broker agreement, I would recommend you start using one immediately, okay, because I think it's going to go there eventually. I'm surprised by being in this business for, what, 38 years now that, um, you know, uh, that it's not already, um, you know, like you can't put a listing in MLS without a signed contract. Why should you be able to work with the other side of the transaction without a signed contract? It's always made sense to me that you should be, you know, plus you have to explain to them what a fiduciary responsibility means because they already think they're getting that from you and they're not. See, I think not using a buyer broker agreement opens you up to all kinds of liability myself. Right? That's just me. I'm, I know I'm crazy. Right. Okay. So schedule, are you following your schedule? And, you know, like for instance, a lot of us set big goals to start the year, going to the gym, maybe eating a little differently. I'm going to tell you right now, some of you, this may blow your mind. If I set myself a really tough schedule of, um, you know, like getting up early and going to the gym, eating differently, maybe making 20 contacts a day, which I've never done that for a whole year, five days a week, not seven. All right, and, you know, I'm going to do my appointments in the afternoon to the best of my ability. And, you know, you have a time block schedule. I'm going to tell you that once you set that, it's tougher to not follow it than it is to follow it. I can feel some of your brains blowing up. Because now you set the intention. And all you do by not following it is beat the crap out of yourself. You give yourself more ammunition to beat yourself up. That's crazy, I think. I also think it's being lazy because, you know, it's easier to beat yourself up. Well, you know, if you had this and you had that and meh, all that stuff is just, they're just excuses. 
just be honest with yourself. Anybody can do it if you just apply yourself, okay? Because we all have life going on. We all have families and friends and or not and other, you know, uh, challenges because of that. So you just have to decide, if I really want to achieve my goal, I have to have a time block schedule. All right. And I think for the people that like to be spontaneous, it allows you to be even more spontaneous because you don't have to be thinking about what to do. You already know what to do. And it allows you to be yourself and ex- exercise your personality and everything within the time frame of the schedule. Okay. Any questions about that? Hit star six. Okay. And I'll be able to answer you. Any questions about the schedule? Don't be shy. If you're thinking it, I guarantee you someone else is. Okay, so my recommendation is just start following the schedule, whatever yours is, all right? And, and it'll set you free because you'll stop beating yourself up. You'll actually feel great about yourself. Anybody, you know, if anybody on this call has ever made 20 contacts in a day for a whole week, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because even if you don't get exactly the results that you want, you still feel great about yourself because you've made more contacts than you ever have. Talking to people makes you feel good about it because you know, you know, you know intuitively when you're doing it that it's going to work eventually. Okay, so that's schedule. All right, once again, hit star six. If you have a question, I can hear you. I can hear you. All right, the next one on my list here is mindset. Mindset. What are you doing every day to have a rock solid mindset? Because if you don't have a, if you don't have a plan, it's not happening. Trust me on this. You have to have a rock solid, rock solid plan for your mindset if you want to be successful. Okay. I don't know if you, if you guys were on a couple of weeks ago, but I uh, have a little term I created from my book, Success is a Verb, called Habit Replacement Therapy. Okay, and that is something by taking the body through the motions. You know, people think I can think my way into acting. Well, I'm going to get mo. No, I believe you have to act your way into thinking. You take the body through the motions, and you automatically start feeling better about yourself. Just like going to the gym, just like making your contacts, just like reading or listening to inspirational stuff. You can't help but feel great about yourself. Okay, so you have to have a mindset routine. When is yours? Mine is at the gym. I'm listening to my books. Right now, I'm listening to, let's see, I'll just tell you my last two. Um, I'm listening to a book called No Bullshit Leadership (laughs) by a guy from, I think he's from New Zealand. He's got a really, one of those interesting Australian type accents. Okay? And the book I just finished before that is called I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sethi. And I just finished another one by, it's called Think Again by Adam Grant. And I just have a whole list of goodies here of books that I listen to. Okay, because uh, they're all good. They're all very good, actually. All right, so um, you got to, so you got, you know, once again, you got to ask yourself, look, um, do I have a mindset routine? And if I don't, why not? Why wouldn't you have a mindset routine? You need to have one. Any questions about that? Good morning, Rick. This is Murad. Hey, Murad. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. I'm just reiterating, like, uh, it, it makes it clear when you combine, actually, the uh, 
the mindset where it's scheduled, it's, especially when you do the, for the, any actions, calling actions and, and the generating business. Uh, basically, it's like, for instance, instead of calling strangers, you're just calling with the purpose of finding the next person to help. And uh, once you have that mindset and the goal you have in your mind, it makes all the rest very easy. And you just blow uh, blow away the, uh, the riffraff of those who don't need your help. Right. I love it. I love it. And you're a ferocious reader, too. You have probably more books in your Audible account than I do. Yeah, a little bit. Almost a thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I have 400 in mine now. Yeah. Yeah, but this has been I, accumulated over the years. It's not something for yeah. It's just Yeah. You've been doing it a long time. Yeah, and that's that's one of the yes, things indeed. that uh, – it, 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 wouldn't you agree it's tough? When you're listening to this stuff all the time, it makes it tougher for you to veer into the wrong direction and get the poor knees and start crying the blues, right? Doesn't it make it tougher when you're constantly exposing yourself to the right stuff? <clears throat> It's like sailing a ship, you know, you're going to have uh, winds, you're going to have different currents come in different sides, but you know, once you have your uh, uh, your uh, destination set on the campus, you just uh, go with it and you accept that, hey, it's going to rain, it's going to be windy, that's uh, that's part of the life, that's part of life, you know, it's not every day it's going to be sunny, it's not every day it's going to be raining, you just keep going and uh, eventually get a look at what the result is going to bring in. Yeah, I agree. Great way to look at it. Speaking of that, I'm um, on social media. I don't know if any of you any of you guys have seen it. There's this woman. I'm going to say she's 30, 25, 30. Um, she um, is sailing around the world by herself in a, in a sailboat. Um, you know, I'm going to say it's 30 feet long. And I and I and she does updates like twice a day, and I'm like really impressed. She's fl- going around the world by herself in a sailboat. Right, and she does little little uh, check-ins, and I'm thinking. When you, as soon as you said ship, I was thinking, I uh, I extreme. I just think that's unbelievable. First off, I could never do it. I know that, <laughs> but I think it's amazing that people actually do stuff like that. All right, Marad, awesome. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate you jumping in there. Anybody else want to unmute themselves and interject or have a question? All right, so. The last one is is uh, skills on my list. Skills. What's your skill level like? You know, I mean, do you have a listing presentation that's rock solid? Do you have a buyer presentation that's rock solid? Do you know your marketplace inside out, upside down and backwards? You know, um, you, you need to know all that stuff. You need to have a presentation that, uh, like when I go into someone's house, and I'm listing their home, and it's very expensive today, right? You know, um, that they feel that I know what I'm talking about. Otherwise, they're not going to list with you. They're going to find somebody else anyway. Your goal should be getting, you know, if you go on 10 listing appointments, you should get eight of them. Seven minimum, but eight is a good, I mean, some of you get more than that. Some of you that I coach, you know, uh, get everyone you go on, which is amazing to me. I never did that. Right, but I want to, you know, when you're setting them yourself and prospecting, especially if you're going over on expireds and for sale by owners and things like that, it's tough to get every one, but you should get a major percentage of them if you are 100% skilled. And, and, and skilled isn't something you're born with, it's something that you acquire. 
by practice, role play. You know, look at the VAC. Go in there and decide how you're going to present it. I know how I used to present. I used to use the Mike Ferry listing presentation, and I would use the marketing of Berkshire Hathaway. We have incredible marketing in it. But you could just look at the one that, um, you know, Maria Hill does right out of the VAC. That one's incredibly good, too. Right? But you have to have – you have to come across as someone who's skilled and knowledgeable about the business. Otherwise, why would they list with you and spend all that money? Right? So that's very important. You know, I did a video this morning right before this call, Call, you know, and, and I read this somewhere this morning, and I've seen it many times before as well, but it said, be so good they can't ignore you. And I said to myself, what if you ran your real estate business like that? Like, you know, like your videos and the things you're doing on social media, you know what you're talking about. So you're attracting people to you. By the actions you take, I believe you attract people to you. Of course, you've got to go out there and prospect and talk to people and fill your pipeline. Yes, but I believe you create like a wake of attraction by doing that as well. So be so good they can't ignore you. That's an internal thing. In the world of everybody's a victim and look at me and that, which drives me crazy, by the way. You live in the best country in the world. I just watched a movie. I'm not going to get into it yesterday about a true story about children in other countries and so forth. We have the best country in the world and we're actually spoiled. And even on your worst day, remember, you know, that was the other stat that, that, that you know, I was looking up stats the other day and I only four and a half percent, I think it's actually four and a quarter percent of the population of the world lives in the United States of America. I thought it was going to be 10 or 15 percent. It's four and a half percent. So I can safely say that that means that 90 percent of the planet would change places with you uh, on your worst day. I don't think anybody can argue with that. And then we still complain. I don't get it. I really don't. You want to change your life? Change what you're doing and you'll change your life. Okay, the government's not going to, the government is definitely not going to do it for you. You haven't figured that out by now. They say they're going to, but they're never going to. It's not their job anyway. It's your job. You want to be happy? That's your job. You want to have a great relationship? That's your job. You want to make more money? That's your job. And But when you live your life like that, okay, uh, you get a lot better faster. As soon as you start pointing the finger at other people, you, you can't get better. By the way, when you point the finger at somebody else, there's three more pointing back at you. Remember that. If you make that little point, you can see, boom, three more pointing back at me. So you are definitely three times or more responsible. If you want to be happy in this world, it's up to you. And I'm going to tell you right now that I learned this years ago. Um, it's an old Earl Nightingale quote, okay? Um, happiness is the progressive realization of a worthwhile goal. Progressive, and that means that once you start down the road, like I want to sell 30 homes in a year. I've never done that before. And in order to do that, I've got to talk to 15 people a day. I've got, when you start doing those things, you're automatically successful. You're just getting more and more successful the more, the more you do it. For some reason, that was comforting for me to hear that, that I am a success as soon as I start down the road. I don't have to be at the destination. By the way, there is no destination. That's why I wrote that book, Success is a Verb, because in the dictionary, it's a noun. I disagree. I think it's a verb. I think it should be a verb. I think if you live your life with success being a, ber a verb, not a noun, because you never get there, because every time you get close, you, you extend it. You extend it. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, 
they've done statistics on this too. You know, the people that, depending on what religion you're in, you are, whatever your major holiday is, the death rate goes up tremendously after that because a lot of people say to themselves, I'm going to make it to Christmas. I'm going to make it to Hanukkah. I'm going to make it to whatever. And then they do, and then they die after. Right? So, I mean, I really believe that you have to set the bar. I call it setting the mental GPS in your head every day because if you don't, then it's destination unknown. Like this woman I'm listening to on social media that's crossing the world, she puts her boat on autopilot to sleep. Remember, in order to sleep, she has to put her boat, and she's woken up a few times to some serious surprises. Like one time the boat was on its side, all right, uh, because she hit some serious wind, and she has to calculate all of that. You know, like when you sleep, when you put the boat on autopilot, steer it in the direction and go to sleep. Can you imagine doing that? I don't know if I'd be able to do that. I'm not that familiar with sailboats and so forth. I, I think that would be a little unnerving <laughs> for a while at least, right? All we have to do is talk to people, fill a pipeline. We have tremendous, you know, um, tools, the VAC, social media. We have all kinds of things to help us with it too. And then from those people decide who our, who our prospects are, who eventually become leads, and then leads become closings. Not that complicated. All right? I didn't say it was easy, but it's definitely not complicated. Matter of fact, when you try to complicate it, it's really just you saying, I don't want to do it, because if I, if I make it so complicated, that's what, in this book I'm listening to right now, um, no, Bull, no Bullshit Leadership, he talks about that. Perfectionists, when you say I'm a perfectionist, it's just a reason of saying I don't get things done because I want to wait until they get perfect, and that which is we all know will never happen. So that's another way of saying I don't get stuff done. Like I never looked at it that way, but I thought that's an interesting comment. I'm a perfectionist. Oh, meaning you don't get anything done. <laughs> you know, done is better than perfect. Remember that. I didn't say half-assed done. I just said done. Like people that with social media, well, I need to edit all my – I've never edited a video in my life. I mean, Lisa adds things to them, so I guess that's editing them. But I – you know, it's very rare. It might be like once a month because I just said something that I didn't mean to say, you know, that, you know, so I, I start, I erase it and start recording again. But nine out of 10 or 9.9 .9 out of 10, if I make a slight mistake, I correct myself, keep going. Your, your videos aren't supposed to be perfect. Your life is never going to be perfect. You work at perfecting it. But you're never going to achieve because whatever perfection is today will be different tomorrow. That's human nature. That's what makes us, I think, makes being a human fun. There's ups, there's downs, there's in-betweens, and they're all necessary. All right, so there you are. Schedule, time block, follow it. If you're not, you have 90% of the year ahead of you, start doing it. Mindset, have a routine, follow it every day. Be like Murad and have, you know, a thousand books eventually in your Audible account, which is great. He sent me some on a thumb drive a few times, which I've loved. I put it on my computer, I listen to them. All right, so great books. All right. And then number, last one is your skills. What's your skill level like? And a skill level is a choice because you can make it better. But you don't have to wait until you get perfect at your skills to get out there and use them because you are where you are today and you have to use that as you get better because you will get better. All right, any questions? Star six and I can hear you. Star six. 
Harik, I just wanted to add, like for anybody who's listening or we listen to this, is to attend your uh, success series. It's just to brush up on uh, uh, and, uh, and all these points you made up, and they're going to learn a ton of it. Well, I appreciate that, my man. And, and I'm, uh, speaking of that, thanks for reminding me. Um, I have one uh, starting March 4th. By the way, March 4th is the only command in the calendar. March 4th. Get it? March 4th. All right. So anyway, so it's perfect time to do it. It's at the new Summerlin campus. Okay, uh, the week of the week of March fourth, every day that week from one to four, and like Mirage says, I carry everything from you know I cover everything from where to get business from, how to talk to people, what scripts to use, open houses, farming, you know, listing presentation, personality styles, your business plan, your daily schedule. I cover it all. But thanks, thanks for the plug, Mirage. I really appreciate it. All right, going once. Going twice. All right, everybody, have a wonderful, splendiferous day. Look forward to talking to you all shortly. All right, talk to you soon. Thanks for your time.